Hi, I'm Kenzie Murdoch, and I'm a linebacker for Shadow Ridge High School in Nevada, class of 21, and you're listening to the Playmakers Corner Podcast. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the Playmakers Corner Podcast. I'm your host, Cody Stoffer, and I'm joined here by my other co-host, Simon, as well as a very special guest. Uh, if you would like to introduce yourself, your name, what position you play, uh, and where you're from. Hi, I'm Kenzie Murdoch. Uh, this past season, I played center and linebacker. Um, I'm from Las Vegas, Nevada, and I play for Shadow Ridge High School. Awesome. And so, Kenzie, once again, thank you for joining us. And something that we like to do every time we have a guest on is kind of get to know you and your relationship with sports, right? So we, we start off by asking, what is your favorite sport memory or experience while playing a sport? And this could be football or any other sport, and it could be like a play, a game, or a season, whatever. Just like you think of sports, and it just makes you smile. Um, I think I have two different ones. One is just basically just flag football practice. Just every practice was so much fun. The girls that play flag football are always so much fun. I always look forward to practice every day. So that's pretty general. Um, my specific favorite memory, though, is when I was playing football, like tackle football. Um, they had kind of just put me in as kicker because they're like, oh, you're a girl. Go kick. Um, and I wasn't that good at it. I had to practice really hard. And finally in a game, I got put in and I made it. And it was just a really cool moment because I finally could make the field goals and stuff. Nice. We love that working up and finally getting to see that hard work pay off. So and uh, you're the first player to bring up practice. And I appreciate that, too, because they're <laughs> uh, like I always, you know, think about the games and so do a lot of other athletes. But practice, there are some good moments in practice. So um, and then assuming that you're just a sports fan in general, what's your favorite sports viewing experience? This could be a live game that you went and saw when live games were a thing. Or, um, you know, like watching a game on TV, like something specific that just resonated with you. So I am a big sports fan and I follow a lot of different teams. But my my favorite is women's basketball. I'm a huge WNBA fan um, and I love college women's basketball. Um, And I this past season, the WNBA All-Star game was in Las Vegas. So I got to go see it. And it was just so much fun. Like, Brittany Griner dunked and Liz Cambage dunked. And it was just really cool to see all the women that I look up to because I love the NBA. Uh, just see them all play. So that was a really cool game to go see. That's awesome. I totally forgot that that was in Vegas. So you're like, it's in your backyard at that point, right? Yeah. And I love that we have our own home team. So I get to go uh, see games a lot of the time. And I, I really, really like our home team, the Aces. Yeah, the Aces. Yeah, excited to see those uh, those new u- unis this year. Those, did you see those jerseys that they yes, rolled out? Yes, yeah. I love them. I also love that, like, because I'm a women's basketball fan, I'm also kind of an advocate for boosting women's sports. And I think the cool thing about the new jerseys is, um, you know, it actually has, like, a logo and a number on the front, not just, like, a huge sponsorship. Mm-hmm. And I think with these new jerseys, because they're actually, like, advancing, hey, these women deserve actual jerseys, not just a giant sponsorship that it'll also maybe boost viewership and it'll make the sport bigger. So I really like the jerseys for more than just how they look. I think it'd be really good for the sport as well. Yeah, I didn't even think about that, but you're absolutely right. So, and then kind of the last of talking about sports in general is they're like, and you might've even already talked about it, but is there a specific like moment where you fell in love with football or like really like, like knew like, all right, like football, this is it. This is what I want to do. Um, I've been a huge football fan ever since I was little. I uh, grew up watching the Patriots. Um, and of course, flag football, I was into it. But when I started tackle football, 
um, it was really scary at first, just like being the girl on the team. Oh my gosh, it's a girl. And it was kind of scary um, having to face the coaches and stuff like that. But um, as soon as I got a good relationship with the coaches and I made my first tackle, I was like, you know what? I'm sold. This is it. I love this sport. I'm never playing any other sport. So as soon as I actually like found my identity when it came to football and I was like, okay, wait, I can actually play this sport. Then I fell in love with it. Awesome. I love to hear that. And I'll, I'll let the Patriots fans slide. You're the second Patriots fan that we, we've had as far as flag football athletes. So, you know, I'm a Broncos fan. Simon's a Steelers fan. We're used to a lot of pain at the hands of the Patriots. But <laughs> um, the rest of the interview should go without a hitch. I'll pass it over to Simon to talk more about your game and kind of our evaluation of it. Yeah. Um, hey, don't don't throw around that Steelers fan label too much. I, I'm not sure about that quite yet, but we'll see. Uh, and then just so you know, Kenzie, Devin Silvestri, she's a quarterback. She was in your breakdown or well, in your episode, I want to say uh, over in Florida. She's she's a huge Tom Brady Patriots fan. So just throwing that out there. All right. But speaking of your episode, uh, what was your reaction to our evaluation of your game, whether it's good or bad? Um, I thought it was really cool. I thought it was really cool just to be featured in general. I was very, very surprised. And it was honestly really cool to wake up to that. I just woke up and I was like, oh my gosh, there's a podcast about me. And uh, I gave it a listen and my parents gave it a listen. And I absolutely loved it. And everything that you said was true. Um, my, I, I guess my only things were, uh, you guys told me to get in on offense more. And I actually do start on offense. Um, but it's just I don't have like stats and stuff like that because I play center. So um, I do start on both sides of the ball. And second thing, I don't know how I have film out there or anything. I don't, I don't even think I have a profile, but my GPA is a 5.16. I know you guys wanted to know that. Um, so Great. those are just the two things I wanted to add. <laughs> Look at Cody. This is an audio medium. So unless you're watching this on YouTube, you can't see Cody going crazy. But that's actually <laughs> that's pretty the insane. the highest I, GPA I've ever heard in my life. That's <laughs> probably the highest on this on the show the, period the highest playmaker the highest playmaker gpa is kenzie murdoch yeah that's, i didn't want to flex i didn't want to flex. <laughs> but you had to but you had to yeah that's true you had to okay okay i like that that's that's actually really reassuring to hear so just to clear that up uh we found a lot of your film actually on huddle uh most of it so that's how we were able to look through that and then you know some clips here and there just floating around and whatnot and you know kind of a fun fact here you were actually the first one the first I, I would say uh girl football player that we were able to find because earlier on well actually just in general you know when we started this podcast we always knew we wanted to spotlight athletes no matter what and you know getting into girls football and all that was a big deal and so we felt like you know march april would be a perfect time to do that and so when we type you know, just girls flag football players, your name actually came up. Uh, it, it was like one of the first ones along with a couple others. I believe it was, I don't know, it was some Nevada or Nevada, uh, Las Vegas, like newspaper or something like that. And then that's kind of what we went off of. So uh, you are our first one. So just a fun awesome. fact there. But that's going cool. on Thank about you. your game, though. Yeah, of course. But going on about your game, though. You know, who do you model your game after? Are there like some players out there that you really look at or even some role models on your own team, maybe, or in the past that you've looked at and been like, yeah, I, I want to be that kind of player. Um, I would definitely say so. My sophomore year, I got pulled up to varsity 
And that year I made very a lot of friends on the team. That was probably my favorite year so far. And when I had got pulled up, I met my best friend. Her name is Bobby. And Bobby's a rugby player. She like went to college for rugby and everything. And so she played flag football just to kind of keep herself in shape and just for fun. But this girl was buff. Like she was strong and she was fast. Um, and she always had fun with what she was doing. So I definitely, I would say I model my game after Bobby because she was a beast on the field. She always worked out after practice, worked out before practice, was always doing the most. Um, but she still was the f most funniest person on the team, always found a way to make everything fun, uh, make pregame fun. She was just the most fun girl I've ever played with. So I want to model myself after her, not only because she's really strong on the field and she's a great player, just because she makes everything fun. I want to be able to do that for every team I play for. For sure. And that's leadership, you know, so that's really cool to hear. So uh, kind of talking about your game a little bit more here, but in your opinion, you know, what are two to three qualities that really separate you from, you know, other players in the state or even the country? Um, I think one of the things I pride myself on, and I learned this both in flag football and in real football, is just being able to read the play as it's happening. Um, you know, I may not be the fastest girl or the most athletic girl, but I can definitely see the play unravel before it does. And I really like that I can, um, as a linebacker, be able to fill those gaps as fast as I need to, as quickly as I need to, just because I can read the play right away. So that's probably the best quality I would pride myself on. For sure. And, you know, that was pretty apparent in your film. It, it looked a lot like you knew what you were doing out there and, you know, you kind of had that sixth sense almost. And that's something that, you know, a lot of football players tend to kind of lack on that mental aspect of the game. So that's really cool to hear. All right. So, yeah, of course. So speaking of your game here, we're going to kind of talk about your high school career a little bit more over at Shadow Ridge. Go ahead, Cody. And Cody will do that part. Yeah, so, you know, uh, just looking through Shadow Ridge as a program, it's seen a lot of success over the past few years, you know, uh, consistent winning records. Sometimes y'all would blow teams out like 55 to 6 or something. I was just like, oh, they're already dead. But, um, you know, I just want to kind of get your inside take on what your football experience was like over at Shadow Ridge High School. And I guess, what are some things that make Shadow Ridge such a successful flag football program? As far as the flag football experience goes, I have to hand it all to Coach Nicewanger. Uh, he's our head coach and he just does everything for us. Like he did my whole recruitment process for me. Um, every year he's just so incredibly dedicated to us. Like every hour he has, he dedicates to us. And another cool thing about him is that like even during COVID and stuff like that, we weren't allowed to play. We weren't allowed to have a school sport. So he, by himself, created a whole entire separate league, a whole entire separate team, like basically carried all this on his shoulders to make sure that we have a season even through COVID. Um, and so, you know, as a coach, he's the most dedicated coach I've ever seen. He absolutely helps us so much. And um, uh, yeah, as far as playing goes, we've just had some rock stars on our teams. Like my quarterback, Michaela Brown, she's a softball player. And she can sling that football farther than I've seen anybody sling a football. Like, she is an amazing quarterback. Um, my freshman year, we had a running back. Uh, her name was Jordan. And she's the fastest girl I've ever seen in my life. Like, she was a track star, everything like that. So, it's cool. the cool thing about flag football is that before this point, it wasn't a college sport. So, nobody, or a few people, but most of the girls came from other sports. 
and played flag football just for fun or to keep themselves fit. So we have softball players, track stars, um, just all these other girls from other sports coming together and playing on one team. And so, we, like I said, we have softball players that can throw the ball really far and track stars who can run really fast. And I think that's the cool thing about our team specifically, that we can mesh all those sports together and create a really good team with a really good coach. Yeah, I mean, it, it's pretty hard to to not find success when you have great athletes and great coaching, you know. I mean, that's really what it starts with. If you don't have that, then you don't really have too much else going for you. So that makes a lot of sense. And, you know, you, you bring up a great point. I mean, I think it was just last year that the NFL donated to, like, I think it was like 15 different programs on the NAI level to kind of, you know, jumpstart a you know being able to give flag football scholarships out and stuff like that and you know you kind of talked about your coach helping out with your recruitment a lot too and I just want to kind of ask like what is your recruitment story like um how was you know kind of like how did your coach help you kind of talk to schools and I mean what did that look like um so originally I wasn't planning on being a flag football player in college be like uh not to flex or anything but because of my GPA and stuff, I was planning on going to like a big fancy college and because um, I mean, I have a pretty good resume as far as going to college. So I was shooting big like I wanted UCLA, University of Florida. I was shooting Ivy's like I really wanted to go to a giant school. Um, and so when I heard that flexible was a sport, but they were really tiny schools. At first, I wasn't really thrilled with that um, just because of my original goals. But then um Coach Maddie, the Cotty coach, actually flew down to one of our practices and I got to meet her. And I just thought that she was the coolest girl ever. I loved her. Um, and so and she started talking to me about scholarships and everything like that. And I started thinking to myself, like, why go to this big giant school and pay $40,000 a year when I can go play the sport I love and not have to pay for school at all? So I started thinking to myself and everything. And that's when I that's when it convinced me, like, OK, maybe I should be a flexible athlete. And I didn't really talk to other schools except for Cotty just because I wasn't really planning on it. Um, but Cotty really uh, recruited me hard and they convinced me to come over to their school. So my recruitment process was relatively easy. I really didn't do anything. My coach uh, and their coach communicate with each other. And then all I really had to do was commit. So uh, compared to other recruitment processes, mine was very, very simple. Um, but I'm very, very grateful for the opportunity, especially because um, the school that chose me they're giving me a full ride through the school. And it's also owned by a PEO, that's a philanthropy organization dedicated to sending women to college. They're also giving me separate scholarships. So I'm getting like, I think it's $8,000 a year separate from my full ride already. So I'm pretty much making money at this point. And, you know, why go waste all that money at UCLA when I can make money playing the sport I love? So yeah, my recruitment process was very, very simple, but it just kind of fell into my lap. Hey, well, kudos to Cotty for having their eyes out, you know, and getting an elite talent in you. And I mean, if, if a school is going to try that hard and come knocking and no one else is flying out to practice, then I think that does make the, you know, commitment to Cotty because Cotty's committed to you, right? So like, that's a huge part of it as well. And I think that's a very interesting journey that we haven't really seen, you know, I mean, you do have a point with with a five one six GPA, you could go to like literally anywhere. Um, so th I think that's you know I really like that recruitment story and I love it for you, you know, and uh, just like what that means for the sport of flag football. You know, I'm Cotty's very lucky, and so is the sport in general that you ended up playing flag football at that next level. And I guess what are some things that 
or actually I'm going to stop myself and pass it back to Simon before I hog the rest of the questions. But I really like that recruitment story. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. So, you know, speaking of college, uh, you'll be well right now you're finishing up your last semester over there at Shadow Ridge. You haven't graduated early, have you? No, I haven't. Okay, I gotcha. Just asking. I, th- I thought I'd ask anyways, but uh, so with I that being said, I had the opportunity to. Oh, sorry. No, you're good. I Go had ahead. the opportunity to graduate early, um, but you have to decide that the year before, and I had no idea that COVID was going to happen. Had I known that we wouldn't actually be going to school, I would have graduated early. But you know, I wanted the senior experience, and I sure, wanted yeah. this, and I wanted that. That didn't really uh, end up working out, but it's okay. <laughs> I gotcha. So, okay. Well, now that we're on that, uh, I guess, subject here. So are y'all in person yet or are y'all still all online? So mm, the second week of March, it came out that we could actually go back, go back to school. Um, And what that consists of is you can either choose to go back to school, kind of, or stay at home full time. Um, And the kids that did choose to go back, you go back two days a week for half days. So you basically go to two periods in school, then you go home for the other two. And then the next day you go two periods in school, two different periods, and then go home for the other two. And then the three days of the week left, you are at home. So we're in school kind of, but not really because we barely go. But at least it's in the building. Like I really thought that for my senior year, I wouldn't end up in the building at all. Um, But we did, which is good. Uh, We're probably not gonna have prom. We just found out that we're gonna have a graduation which is cool because we didn't think we were going to have that either. Um, So things are starting to open back up, but it's very, very strict. Like it's one way hallways. You can't sit next to anybody. The class sizes are like four people. So we technically are back, but it's not very school-like, I guess. Ah, I gotcha. Okay. Okay. That's interesting. I'm, so I'm actually a teacher here in Colorado, so I kind of understand that grind, but we're, we're back at 100% with everything going on. Kind of, kind of, you know how it is, but yeah. So, all right then I, I figured I'd just ask, but, uh, well, with that being said, you know, your senior year is wrapping up and all that stuff. You're about to go to college this year, which is super exciting, but you know, what are some goals that you have for college ball, whether it's uh, academically or on the field? Um, academically, for sure, I want to be the top of my class, uh, just because that was my goal all throughout high school. And I made it like I'm top 10 in my class, which is really awesome. Uh, But I want to keep that going for college. I'm going to be a biology major, um, which is gonna be really difficult. But I still want to be top of my class. And as far as flag football goes, I don't have any broad goals as of yet, just because I don't really know what it's going to look like yet. Um, But for myself, I just want to make sure I'm getting stronger Uh, with COVID and everything. I did not work out as much as I should have because I was so used to being on teams my whole life. And I always worked out with the team and had a weightlifting coach yelling at me. And it was it's a lot easier to work out when you have uh, that team aspect. But over COVID, I really found it hard to motivate myself to keep working. Um, So I guess my goal is just to get back into that and get back um, into strength training and weight lifting and everything like that and making sure I'm going to college strong. And once I'm at college, being the best athlete I can be, I want to be the best person on the team whenever I can. I want to be the top of whatever I'm doing. So I definitely want to get there and make my coach happy that she recruited me, make sure that she is proud of her recruitment. 
Absolutely. And, you know, uh, I feel like they got a good one, you know, someone who takes care of it on the field and off the field. And that's, you know, that's music to every coach's ears, wherever, you know, there, there's some players that need to uh, have a little bit more of an attitude like you, Kenzie. So just throwing that out there. Thank but, you. Yeah, of Thank course. So, you know, we're kind of wrapping up this interview here, you know, but before we end, you know, end the interview and all that stuff, is there anybody in particular, in particular, sorry, that you'd like to mention or shout out who has been uh, important to your academic or athletic career who you'd like to thank on the show? And this could be like friends, family, coaches, uh, even some players like you've mentioned before. Um, absolutely. I want to thank my coach just because, like I mentioned before, he basically did the whole recruitment process for me. Um, and he set up the whole entire COVID season and he set up the newspaper interview and, um, he has really, really helped me out with this just because, like I said, I really wasn't expecting all of this, but he really jumpstarted it. He was full gas pedal all the way. So I definitely really appreciate my coach. Um, I definitely appreciate my parents, of course, for, um, pushing me to be the straight A student and everything like that. It definitely helped in the long run. Um, obviously I'd like to thank coach Maddie for recruiting me. Um, because without her, who knows where I'd be, but like, this is the most perfect situation I could have asked for and credits to her for recruiting me and getting me to this school. Um, I have a million people I'd like to thank, but I, my girlfriend would be mad probably if I didn't shout her out. So Haley, shout out to you. Um, and just all my teammates, they flag football is so much fun. And the thing about flag football is nobody was really expecting it to be a college sport. So it was just for fun. And a lot of my teammates are going to be my best friends for years and years down the road, just because I love them so much. And, uh, they really made every single practice fun and every single game fun. And I'm so excited to meet my future teammates because they are, they all look so much fun as well. So I'm going to wrap up my shout outs now. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All good things. All good things there. So uh, before we end this thing, well, real quick, I got a quick story here. Uh, so I am, like I said, I'm a teacher. I'm specifically a PE teacher here in Falcon, Colorado. I teach middle school and I also, I also coach uh, football and basketball. And, you know, I just wanted to tell you that I got two sixth grade girls here who, you know, I, I showed your film and all that, showed you and like some of these other gals out here and they loved what they saw. And so they will be joining um, the boys flag football team. Uh, this spring, actually, actually in a couple weeks here. So, you know, just wanted to uh, let you know that, you know, they and just let you know that, you know, there are a lot of kiddos looking up to you and you're one of the good ones out there for sure. Uh, I'm not going to mention their names because of privacy stuff, but, you know, just wanted to throw that out there. So there you go. <laughs> but uh, with That's that so being cool. said, though, yeah, yeah, for sure. I thought it was pretty cool. Um, and there's some studs, too. We got a little cornerback and a, and a quarterback. So. Uh, two girls that could play both sides of the ball for sure. But um, with that being said, though, you know, do you have any advice for upcoming middle schoolers like them or high schoolers or aspiring football players at all? Absolutely. I think my number one piece of advice whenever anybody asks me is have fun. Like, I know that's so cliche, but if you find the sport that you love to play and you look forward to practice every day and you look forward to the game just because you have fun that's the sport that you're going to excel at just because you're naturally love it and if you force yourself to play a sport and you don't look forward to practice and you don't look forward to the games and you don't like your teammates you're not going to be good at it so if you just find the sport that you know you're always laughing at practice you can't wait for the game everything like that 
you're gonna be good at that sport. So find the sport that you love and you have fun with. So yeah, just have fun, bottom line. Perfect, and that's really good advice. So there you go. All right, so uh, Kenzie, thank you so much for coming onto the show and whatnot. We really hope that we could catch one of your games over there while you're in college and whatnot. You know, we'd love to do a little trip over there and watch it. But thank you so much for coming onto the show and, you know, everything you do. Thank you guys so much for having me. I appreciate it so much. Yeah, of course, anytime. All right, so that'll wrap up this interview of the Playmakers Corner podcast. Make sure to show us some love on social media. That's Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, TikTok as well. And then, you know, go ahead and subscribe to us on YouTube. We'll be posting videos of uh, interviews, film breakdowns, and more coming up. And, you know, if you're listening to us on any streaming platform, which I assume you are, Go ahead and give us a good rating. But uh, thank you so much and peace. Hi, my name is Haley Stanton. I'm a quarterback at Northeast High School in St. Petersburg, Florida. I'm a senior and you're listening to Playmakers Corner. (laughs) Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the Playmakers Corner podcast. I'm your host, Cody Stoffer, and I'm joined by my other co-host, Simon Villanos. And today we have a very special guest. Um, if you would like to introduce yourself, what school you play for, where you're from, and what position you play. Hi, my name is Haley, and I play quarterback for a team at Northeast High School in St. Petersburg, Florida. Awesome, and thank you so much for coming on to the show, Haley. Haley is a great talent, and if you haven't listened to our Queen Playmakers episode, go listen to that for Haley's full breakdown on just how much of a playmaker she is. But Kind of uh, just getting to know you and chop it up a little bit about sports. I got to ask, what is your favorite sports experience or memory while playing sports? This could be a specific play, a specific season or a specific game that you're just like, oh, yeah, like this is why I play. So in 2019, we played Osceola in our district championships. And previously in that season, we actually lost to them. So this was kind of like a rematch type of game. And let me tell you, the first half, I was doing horrible. I had so many interceptions. But the second half, I really turned it around. And I made a touchdown myself, like the winning touchdown, I believe. And the team was just cheering me on. And that like really like, like opened my eyes like, dang, this sport is definitely it. It was great. So I love that memory. Hey, that sounds like a good one. You have that comeback, you know, kind of win that bounce back, you know, halftime. It's a heck of a time to just like reset and, uh, you know, show that mental toughness that you had. So that's an awesome memory for sure. I actually cried during the halftime. It was it was crazy. <laughs> hey, it was a release. You know, you got to do what you got to do to flush out the first half. So yeah. uh, game recognizes game. Um, <laughs> and then. Assuming that you're a sport fan in general, um, what's your favorite sport viewing experience? This could be a live game that you saw or like game that you saw on TV that you're just like super amped about. So does it have to be football or can it be another sport? Any sport. Well, I'm also a cheerleader. And so I actually went to the ESPN Wild Water Sports for the college national competition. I went there like three consecutive years in a row. And let me tell you, every time I'm amazed by the talent that is there. And they also have mascot competitions where they bring props and everything. And it's a real experience for sure. That's awesome. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> all over the place and getting things done and living life to the fullest. So. I do. You have to. <laughs> so I guess um, 
you already kind of talked about that that game in 2019 is there any other is there a specific memory or event that got you into football you know that like sparked the beginning interest or curiosity well so i started off with cheer and i kind of grew up like a tomboy ish thing but my parents would never let me play football because <laughs> my dad i'm a daddy's girl so if i get tackled it's over <laughs> so i always used to cheer on the sideline and i it's kind of boring on the sideline. So football, you have a lot of running, passing, throwing. And I was like, dang, I want to be a part of that. So, but that was never like, the, I never had the opportunity. But in eighth grade, I heard about this flag football. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm definitely doing that. So that's what kind of got me into it. For sure. Nice. I'm glad that, you know, you got that opportunity. And, um, you know, excited to, to see how well it turned out. And, you know, hopefully... Uh, we'll stay tuned to where it goes, but I'll pass it over to Simon to kind of chop it up about your game specifically. Yeah. So uh, once again, Haley, thank you for coming onto the show and whatnot. We really appreciate that. You know, you're a heck of a player and, you know, speaking of that, let's go ahead and talk about some football here. Talk about your game. So uh, right off the bat, you know, I assume that you're able to listen to our breakdown of your game and whatnot, but you know, what was your reaction uh, initially to our evaluation? evaluation of your game whether it's good or bad i was actually really shocked to be a part of that because it's just a small i'm kind of in a small town so to hear that i'm like getting the exposure it, it had me shocked but i love the breakdown i took a lot of that to mind you know how I, you said i throw off my back foot a lot so i really made the conscious effort to throw more on my on my front foot and put my power into it so in the highlights hopefully that'll show so and i really love the breakdown i wa i re um listened to it many many times so <laughs> Hey, I appreciate that. We appreciate all of that uh, support and whatnot. But for sure, that's a good thing that, you know, um, you know, you, you took that and tried to apply some of that for sure. You know, obviously you had some a lot of success, actually, this last senior year. And, you know, we'll talk about that actually in a minute here later in this interview. But uh, with that being said, kind of sticking to your game and talking about uh, some things that you do really well. But what are two to three qualities, in your opinion, that separate you from other pl players in the the state or even the country as a quarterback so i feel like i have really good leadership skills i've always been told that even though i have like doubts about it i've always been told that but now that i look more on it i'm kind of like the person to like step aside and make sure to do the right thing the right way to listen and to really get the the drill or whatever we're doing down before i can try and like i watch the person in front of me so i feel like that definitely sets me apart so i do make sure i do the drill right the first time and yeah i feel like that definitely sets me aside and everyone follows after so i guess that's the leadership skill and the yeah. second one, the second one i'm not sure <laughs> so that's all good. Um, well, I'll, I'll give you a second one right here. You have a heck of an arm. <laughs> we'll tell you straight up. Yeah, of course. Uh, you know, when you do set your feet and throw and whatnot, like, shoot, it's a rocket on that thing. And it's crazy to see. And it looks super natural and whatnot. Um, there's some guys who have, you know, kind of... <laughs> 
interesting throwing motions for sure for sure but you know yours when you really get it down it's super smooth and you could really stretch out defenses and um be a problem out there so just wanted to throw that out there because you are a heck of a quarterback for sure but love to hear the leadership stuff for sure that's never a bad thing to hear you know right for sure so, um, yeah, but with that being said, you know, let's kind of talk about, um, you know, your time over at Northeast here and kind of the success, success that you had there in these last couple of seasons and then uh, this uh, past season. So, Cody, you could go ahead and uh, take take it away with that. Yeah, cool. So um, Northeast High, we, we look through, you know, uh, max preps and records and this and that. And, you know, it's been a very successful program. And I guess um. What has your personal story or experience been over there at Northeast High, and why do you think they are such a successful flag football program? Because at practice, we put in that work. <laughs> we we are very, like, focused, and we try to get things done. And I feel like our coach is very a big part of that. He expects a lot of us out of that. And so I feel like that's how we're successful. Our coach, he's pretty harsh on us, but we get things done. So I feel like that has a very big part to do with it, for sure. Yeah, running a tight ship and staying focused. Focus is, you know, what separates the, you know, the winners from the losers. No offense, but uh, to to anybody who's not focused. But you could see the focus in your program success for sure. And you know, this past season, I believe the final record was ten and two or something yep. like that, including the regular season. You had only one loss and. I mean, you really put it to some of these teams. I mean, you opened up the season 38 to 0, 53 to 12. Then you had a, a tight game, you know, a, a couple of tight games actually. So you guys won in every single way this year, from blowouts to nail biters to you know, last second to overtime. you know everything in yeah overtime, everything in between. You guys found ways to win, and. I guess, what are some things that helped y'all be successful this year? And what was your mentality heading into this season? Something that really helped us was definitely our teamwork. Like, we can't get things done if we don't work together as a team. So we definitely had to make good passes, catch the balls, move our hips just to get down the field. And we all had to work together, you know, cheer each other on, make sure we were doing it right and not just going and doing the motions. So... I feel like yeah. that was a very vital part. Make sure we have a first quarter game. Don't start slow. Those were all things that we had to keep, keep, uh, like pushing on, pushing on, so we could start good, finish strong, type thing. Yeah, not taking your foot off the gas, pedal to the yep. metal the whole time, and yep. just doing everything right. Yep, our motto is actually all gas, no brakes. <laughs> I love that. Yep. All gas, no brakes. That's hey, that's a great mentality and a great motto, honestly. So definitely. And uh, kind of transitioning, um, I believe your guys' last game in the uh, district playoffs was against Osceola. Is that how you say that? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I know that the season didn't exactly end the way you wanted to, but if you want to kind of take us through that game and kind of what your mindset was going through that game. You, you beat them a little bit earlier in the season, very close game that first time, I think it was six to zero or something like that. So very close game. What was your mentality going into the game? And I guess kind of just take us through that game. So with this game, we always just focused the team that we have at the time. So 
we're just we're just trying to do our best try to keep peaking throughout the season and so we're just focused in the warm-ups we get to the game we had a pretty decent start we didn't score in the first quarter but the second quarter we made it in there it's just me and us and Osteo both played good games we're both playing really good but they just came out with the win so you win some you lose some so hey that's a great mentality you know kind of that on to the next one thing and you know I can hear the the respect that you have for this team it sounds like you guys kind of have at least a competitive rivalry of sorts but at the end of the day Mm -hmm. um it sounds like you guys have a lot of respect for each other's games yep so I guess how does this uh how does this last game kind of fuel your motivation moving forward I just can't wait to play it ball at the next level so I got to take everything I learned and just keep soaking up more things that these next coaches can teach me. And that's gives me motivation so I could like put on for the city. Like we if because there's many girls in the city that want to play flag football. So if you actually want to, you could actually do it now. Like it's actually possible to play and get paid. You pay your scholarship, pay your college to play. So it's awesome. Yeah, that's monumental. And, you know, I, I love to hear that you're excited to be a trendsetter, you know, and, oh, and you know, be a trailblazer for sure. And, you know, we uh, I know Simon and I talked about that on the episode that as far as outlook goes, that you really have a chance to be that generational talent and that that, you know, model to, you know, to other girls who want to play football and you know, it's not just in the high school level, it's at the middle school and even elementary school level. So I'm glad to hear that, you know, you're ready for it. And uh, I, that kind of takes me to my next question about uh, how's recruitment going? You know, um, well, what is your recruitment story? And I guess like how is talking to schools? Uh, have you been able to do like visits through COVID or I guess just kind of walk us through what that's going like? So first it was emails and Twitter and all through all the media. And I was really excited about that. And then they had the showcase and where all the college, most of the college coaches were there and they're all super nice. When I tell you like really, really nice, they're all great. So nice to me and talk to, they're really awesome. I got a shout out to them because they're, they make, they're like very, they want to, they want to lead you the right way. Like they want you to do it right. So that's pretty awesome. And yes, we do get to do visits. I visit St. Thomas and that was pretty awesome. And I watched the game too. That was a great experience. And not this weekend, but the next weekend, I'm touring Midland, Kansas Westland and St. Mary. So I'm excited for that flying up. And it hasn't been a very difficult process. You apply online, like the process was super easy throughout the whole thing. So that's a blessing for sure with all the senior stuff going on too. So it's definitely easy. Yeah, I was about to say, it sounds like you're keeping yourself busy and, uh, you know, obviously you're a highly coveted prospect for a variety of reasons, being such a great ball player. I guess, um, you know, you kind of just talked about some schools that you'll be visiting and I don't want to pry or, or spoil anything, but are there any leading candidates in your commitment right now? Uh, I'm not going to say too much. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got you. That's fair. That's fair. But we will be, you know, keeping our ear to the ground and a close eye on it. And we're very excited for obviously, I think that no matter where you go, 
uh, that, you know, it's going to work out for you and you're going to make the best of the opportunity just because of the person and the player that you are. But I'm going to pass it over to Simon and he's going to talk, you know, kind of less specific, but, you know, more broad future kind of stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, then. So um, we got to say right here, right now, you know, whenever you do come in, we're going to be posting it everywhere and all that, because that's going to be big time. And, you know, that'll be exciting for sure. But, you know, with that being yeah, for sure. With that being said, you know, um, you know, I just wanted to ask you, what are some things that you are looking for in a program? I know the NFL kind of help jumpstart about 15 different programs on that NAIA level. You already mentioned a couple colleges here, but really, you know, moving forward, do you have like a list of things that, uh, you know, you'd kind of like to have in your school and whatnot that you do eventually end up choosing? Yeah, so I stayed in Florida all of my life. I'm tired of it. <laughs> so I'm not really <laughs> I'm not really looking into a school in Florida if I'm being honest. And my second thing is I don't really want to go to a more developed program. Honestly, like I don't it's not so much at the competition part because I don't mind fighting for my spot, but I rather go to a program, develop them and make them better. Like that's just my mentality. That's what I prefer. So I'm not really looking to go to a more developed program. I'd rather go and build build a really great program. So that's pretty much what I'm looking into. That's interesting. That's actually uh, really interesting. And uh, I mean, I totally get that. You know, you want to be able to write your own story and whatnot as well. And, you know, really, really make your mark, too, in the best way possible. So that's uh, that's interesting things to hear out there. But uh, with that being said, you know, kind of moving forward, you mentioned some college ball stuff here and there. But, you know, what are some goals that you have for college ball? That one I'm not quite sure about. But I would definitely like to have a good record, like more wins than losses, of course. And just to like have overall good teamwork, good character for the team. Like I don't want to have a lousy team that's quiet on the sideline. I'd rather have a team that's very uplifting and screaming for your team that's on there because the team is only as good as the weakest weakest link. So we got to work together. Yeah, no, for sure. So high energy. That's kind of what you're uh, trying to do there. For sure. Definitely. All right, then, for sure, for sure. I mean, you got to be about that hype, you know. I, I get that for sure. So uh, with that being said, we're kind of wrapping up, uh, you know, this interview here. So this is kind of your chance to give shout-outs to people who have helped you out uh, in your academic or athletic career, uh, people you like to thank. And this could be, like, friends, family, coaches, and teammates as well. And, you know, honestly, take as long as you need to or as short as you need to. It's up to you. Okay. So definitely I would like to start off with my parents because they're my biggest support system. With them, I would be nothing. Jack diddly squat. <laughs> so they're they're definitely my biggest support system. They help have other people support me. So I want to shout out my apartment complex. Actually, they're the best people ever. We're like a huge family over there. I couldn't ask for nothing better. I would like to thank all of my other coaches, Coach Jesse. Coach Xavier, my Roberts team, my Roberts middle school girls, because I do coach. I coach for a middle school flag football team. Yep. So I definitely want to shout them out. (laughs) Coach Jesse, definitely for sure. He helped me through a lot. And yeah, all my cheerleading coaches, you can get a shout out too. And definitely all my family, my grandmas, my cousins. And yeah, I think that's about it. 
Sweet. That's awesome. And honestly, that's really cool to hear that you are, you know, giving back as well to the game and coaching. That's super awesome to hear, you know, for I'm sure, for a sure. Better player, because then I get to watch and see all the things that I could have did. I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> so I get to learn from teaching. It's really awesome experience. Yeah, no, for sure. So if I may ask, how long have you been uh, coaching over there? Well, with I'm in a recreation league, so every time I'm there, I like coach the younger girls too to make sure they're doing better routes or throwing good because we have the middle school quarterback as well. So I always try to help her. So I've been doing the recreation league since I was in eighth grade, and I'm a senior now, so pretty long time. And I coach at cheerleading too, teach them how to flip, tight motion, yeah. jumps, yep, all that. All right, then. We got a little coach over here. That's what's up. So, um, sorry, I'm getting on like a whole tangent here. I know I said we were going to wrap this up here. Oh, but... it's all good. <laughs> but, you know, um, what about coaching? Have you been thinking about that in your future? Is that something that you might think of uh, doing soon here or sometime in the future whenever you're all done? I would definitely be interested in coaching for sure because, like I said, you get to learn from your students. So you can't beat it. I would hey. definitely be. Yeah. yeah. No, for sure. I mean, I I totally understand that for sure, for sure. All right then. So you know, we are wrapping up here. Uh, we have one more question here, but before I get into that, I do kind of have a quick story here. So I do actually, um, I teach over here in Colorado. I also coach as well and whatnot. So I, you know, I, I do some coaching for sure. And I have two or three sixth grade middle school girls who listen to the episode. Um, and I told Kenzie Murdoch this cause we interviewed her last week, but, uh, you know, they loved, uh, the the episode they loved uh seeing some of the highlights y'all did and so you know they'll be playing here with the boys here um this uh actually this week i think i think uh, we get started this week with some football stuff so um just wanted to throw that out there but you know with that being said you know do you have any advice for upcoming middle school high school or aspiring football players just always work your hardest try to help others and that's about it Hey, that's as good as any. That's real good advice for sure. So we appreciate that, you know. For sure. <clears throat> All right. Uh, Haley, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. You know, we hope to do more breakdowns of you, you know, whenever you're at college and whatnot, and hopefully, you know, get to chop it up again. It's been an absolute pleasure. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. Hey, anytime. So that'll wrap up this interview of the Playmakers Corner podcast. Remember, uh, you can listen to us on a number of different streaming platforms like uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. And if you're there, you might as well give us a good rating. We really appreciate that. And then, you know, show us some love on social media. That's Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and Twitter. And then also keep in mind, we will be posting more of these interviews and breakdowns on our YouTube channel. So go ahead and subscribe to that. And uh, you know what? Thank you for rocking with us, and we'll catch you later. Toodles! <laughs> <laughs> Love it.